So, this is about safety. I want to. Do we know- want to bring up the context of this? No. No, I think we do. <laughs> no, 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 not. In this I think we're we do. Not gonna, we're not going to do that. Now. We're talking about it. safety. This is how do we I not can't... die when oh we're God. online dating? And you cannot leave that tidbit out. Oh, nope. God. Nope. Nope. Oh, okay. okay. So. You, it took you a while to get here. Like, I don't want to die. Yeah. But I have yeah. been not wanting you to die for... <laughs> for eight weeks. Every moment of you doing your online dating. Welcome to Bumbling Idiots, the online dating podcast for the rest of us. I'm Evangeline Jelly, and I'm here with my co-host, Sam. This week, we're jumping in to the second installment of a two-part arc. The subject matter has to do with not getting killed while online dating. And this episode is packed with plenty of safety tips, as well as one pretty mortifying story that you're not going to want to miss. Just a heads up, after the cutaway music, we're going to hop right in where we left off last week. So if it's a little confusing, go back to the previous episode and listen to that. In this format, the humanity is being lost. And there's a lot of room for improvement. And one of the benefits of the room for improvement is not just that I'm more likely to say, yes, I'll I'll meet you in the real world, but you're helping to create a better place in terms of, you know, person being more at ease. Yeah. I think the big question is how do we know, how do we, how do we decide that this is a safe interaction? Well, actually. Okay. So now back to the brass tacks, as opposed to just the politeness of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Moving forward for me, there's no way I'm going to meet with somebody unless if they're willing to provide me with some way that I can validate who they are. That is a huge upgrade for you. Progress. <laughs> and, and, you, know, you gave me some phenomenal, phenomenal advice when I went out with the very first person and we're not going to go into that conversation right now. But you, you actually, the very first time I was going to meet with somebody in real life, uh-huh. um, I sent you photos of his profile and his name. Now, if I knew what I was doing better, I would have also known his last name at that point. Um, and I didn't give you his phone number, but I should have, but, um, you had me turn on location sharing with you and you asked that when I left the date that I would let you know that I had left and that I was safe. And yes. And I asked you to drop a pin when you got there. That is my hard and fast rule for new daters. Okay. Go ahead. To tell me, shoot me the profile, tell me where you're going and drop, turn your location on until the rest of the day and drop me a pin when you get to where you're going. And if you can, text me in the middle of the date from the bathroom and let me know that you're all right. But um, that's a little bit more babysitting than I think all of us are up for. But um, yeah, at the very least, they, the location on and dropping me a pin so that, yeah, that makes me feel better about your safety as you're navigating this. And I was really glad that you were doing that when you first started. Well, and I just think that's completely essential. And so I guess, you know, for me, if I was to need to tell somebody else who was thinking about doing this or getting into this just beginning I would say get a buddy you've got to get a buddy (laughs) (laughs) even if you don't want to tell anybody in the world that you're trying to do online dating because at least for me it's a mortifying process and I want absolutely nobody to know about it uh, except for those who are closest to me um I think it's buddy system is important and so I really appreciate that that was right right from the get-go you said you know I want to see his photo I want to know his name and I want you to drop a pin and then do location sharing and let me know when you're done check in and just by virtue of the fact that you told me to do that it got me thinking more because I don't I don't actually have experience with like dating period like I realized this only after I started this process that my romantic existence 
prior to now has never involved meeting a stranger and figuring out how to get to know them. It has always been some context that I knew the person, um, whether it was a friend of somebody that I worked with or somebody I took a class with or this was a long time ago. Um, but the other big thing that you impressed upon me that came up after I met with that first person a couple of times and then was feeling uncomfortable and, um, you know, you said that you feel more comfortable under certain circumstances getting together with somebody when you know that they have things to lose. Like, that's why it's important to know what kind of job this person has. You know, do they have a job? Do they have a regular employer? It's not like how much money do they have, but do they have social standing? And this is, again, not about trying to evaluate somebody from... I, I, I not even prioritizing yeah. them but as so much as do, this is about safety i want do we want to bring up the context of this no no i think we do <laughs> no, no no not in this i one. think we're we do. not gonna we're not gonna do that we're now. talking about it. safety this is how do we I not can't... die when oh we're God. online dating and you cannot leave that tidbit out oh, nope no nope, nope. oh, okay. okay so so how how did it come up that oh, i so in the, I will set, okay. I will set a little bit of context. So in, you are obviously very new to this. You've been married for a long time. Yeah. You got married prior to this being the way to meet people. And you have been very brave in engaging in this new dating world. So I will acknowledge that I admire you for all of the fortitude it takes to just try this, you know, and it's just a, you're just learning, you're learning so much. I'm always <laughs> thrilled when you, when you <laughs> share and exhibit progress and optimism, but there have been some interesting bumps along the way. And I think that they oh. are worth sharing because okay. I think that, um, you know, I'm coming at it from a very discerning place where I, I very much know what I'm looking for. I've been, doing this a while. So I, I know what to look for and it, it has led to good outcomes. I usually have good dates with nice people and, and it's enjoyable regardless of whether or not we're a match or if we go out again. Um, that happens, I think 99% of the time. Mm -hmm. And you were entering it in a place of extreme open-mindedness, which in general is, in, is a fantastic way to embrace anything in the world curiosity open-mindedness just wanting to meet some people maybe right. it'll end up being a date maybe it's just a new friend you are you know you're recently divorced and you have time to be dating when you don't have your children and so in general open-mindedness and a generosity of spirit regarding men you don't know is is a positive thing mm -hmm. Unless <laughs> you scare the hell out of your friend who listens to how the date went down. Yeah. Okay. And that's how we got here. Well, okay, this yeah, is a yeah, while yeah. ago. So okay. you, you, it took you a while to get here. Like, I don't want to die. Yeah. But I have yeah. been not wanting you to die for, <laughs> for eight weeks. Every moment of you doing your online dating. So, right. um, so how did yeah. that date go? Oh, Jesus. Okay. I'm not going to give it complete blow by blow, but I will say, um, so what was I think I, had you some, I think I did have a sense of self-preservation initially because this was the very first person that I connected with online and I did all the wrong things. Like he relatively quickly was like, hey, why don't we just directly text each other? Here's my phone number. And I didn't take that phone number plus his name and look him up, um, which I would definitely do now. So you learn as you go. Um, but anyway, we arranged to finally like meet up at some point and in that moment, I had no idea. I just thought to myself, how am I going to meet this 
stranger in a way that feels safe. And I felt very socially awkward about the idea of meeting at like a cafe. I just, I'm just kind of an awkward person. So I didn't know how to manage that. And so uh, we arranged to meet uh, and go for like a walk at this park, like a big park where people are like playing soccer and everything else. And a lot of people around. And so that felt pretty safe. So that was number one. And then <clears throat> I think that we got together uh, another time and had dinner and that felt pretty okay. And I was getting to know him a little bit. And, you know, there were a lot of really great qualities there. Um, so then we get to date number three. <laughs> and in this date, um, we were going to go for dinner kind of near where he lived. And so I drove down to the area and I was under the impression that there were some restaurants like immediately near where his house was. So it didn't really strike me that I was going towards his house so much as that I was going towards, you know, this restaurant area. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then <laughs> I was dressed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh my God. I remember you sharing this with me. Okay, go on, go on. Oh my God. It's so bad. So I was dressed um, nicely. You know, I had like a nice dress. I wasn't like dressed to the nines or anything, but it was decent, you know. And um, I had actually been tempted just to wear jeans and be casual, but I thought, you know oh what? God. No, I'm just going to show I'm up. I'm remembering this. <laughs> and so, so, um, uh, Evangeline, what was oh, he wearing? Uh, hold up hold up so the, oh, the thing on. of it is is like this area does have a lot of like parking issues and whatever and so he basically like suggested i park in this one area which lo and behold did not know mm. was like right by his house so mm. i get out of the car and he came out of his what i now know was his house and um he was wearing like basketball shorts and a t-shirt that I think had holes in it like it's the kind of thing you'd be embarrassed to wear on laundry day and you would never go out of your house in it. And I don't even know if he was wearing shoes. If he was, they were like flip-flops. But I mean, this guy like literally looked like he was not expecting a date. You know, he, um, I, I can't think of like who he was. He was maybe expecting to have a friend come over and help like, I don't know, like replace the toilet or something. Like uh -huh. something disgusting. <laughs> so, um yeah, so I just have absolute shit boundaries. Like, I should have in that exact moment said, you know what? I just remembered I got to go. I'll see you later. And got back in the car, and I didn't. And so I thought, well, this guy's going to obviously get changed or something. And so anyway, <laughs> again, absolutely no sense of self-preservation. Um, I We were chatting outside of his place, and then he's like, well, I, I got to go in and get, you know, whatever. I don't even think he got changed. He must have gotten changed. But he needed to do something in the house. And he's like, you want to just come in while I do that? And I was like, okay, because I'm an idiot. And so I walked into this guy's house. And I will just say, like, if I'd gone into his house and it had been normal, it doesn't matter. Like, the bottom line is I should not have stepped into this person's – I don't know this person. And that was where you, when I told you the story later, like, all the flares went up and you pilloried me for having done this. And Well. The whole – I'm, I'm going to get to the other part in a second. But the point is – that it was just the very ridiculousness that I that I went into this person's house, which is the, that's really dumb. And so tell us about the inside of that. I'm gonna get to that in a second, but my point oh, okay. is is like because not everybody's gonna encounter the situation, and so it's 
it's helpful to be mindful that the second I stepped through that door, I lost physical control. Like I could have been very vulnerable regardless of what was in there. And I'm going to go right to the end, which is say, everything's fine. Nothing bad happened. But I learned a lot from Sam that day because she walked me through. And when I told her that I went into his place, she was like, what? And I said, well, I know that you went over to, you know, this guy's house that you had only met a few times and you made the very salient point, which was that by that point, you already knew where he worked you knew that he actually is a fairly prominent person he has a lot of social standing there's a lot to lose you already knew his last name like you knew a lot about this person um for date number two or three when you went over there so well no i knew that for date one ah yeah you're just better at this i will also say that your geographic region has so many interesting great men i like so often i'll get i don't know how it happens they must be visiting my area for work and they'll show up in the feed and i'm like oh great this is and then inevitably they're from they're from the west coast um okay so i went into this apartment uh this guy's house it was an apartment and i i I, you know when i was in college i went to frat parties those are like the scuzziest places you can imagine they're like especially after you know people have been in there and partying for a while like crusty floors and just stuff left out all over the place and very sparse on furniture and dark and like there's like questionable carpeting that you think things could grow in like just disgusting like that's a frat house this was like 10 times worse and that's when i realized um I don't know this person's situation, but there's no way they can be mentally stable if they, A, live like this, but B, think that it's like normal and acceptable that you would invite another human being into a place like this and and think that that person is going to want to continue to know you, you know? Um, so that was that was what happened. And uh, am I skipping anything pertinent? No, I don't think so. But I do think, well, yeah. I mean, when you described to me his place... Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, hilarious um, <laughs> and also judgmental. So, you know, there, there, there's both. And I think, I think, um, yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm trying I th- not I th- to be judgmental. I'm trying well, to. Well, I think that's the important point. That's why I wanted you to describe this place. And it, it was also absolutely hilarious. So I, we're, miss- we're like not capturing a lot of the very funny things that are happening. Right. Um by skipping over details. Um, <laughs> oh, it's but... just so gross. That's awesome. oh my gosh. <laughs> and I was so offended. Just, it's just, this is literally the first person I've gone out with. This oh is like, my God. This is like, you know, long marriage, so, divorce, and tell us, process of yes. divorce. Tell and now us I'm about out the room. With this person. Tell us. I can't. I can't. It's so you, bad. You have to. I can't do it. This is where, this is, this is it. This is what it's all about. Tell us about the room. Oh, I can't do it. It was so awful. Oh my God. We okay, l- listen, you, you do it and then I owe you one, okay? okay there's this one. kitchen and it's, you know, a shit show. I don't even know if there were like cabinets on the doors, or whatever. It was gross. And I didn't know like where I was standing. And he sort of gestures <laughs> over in one direction and says, Well, we don't go over there. And I said, Well, who's we? You know, like, you mean your, your daughter? Because he's a teenage daughter. She does not step foot in this place. Um, he says, No, no, my, my roommate. So I don't go over there. That's, that's my roommate's side. And I thought, okay, so this is a complete shithole, A, and he only has half of it. And then 
Oh my god. He goes over to this door that's next to the refrigerator in the kitchen that is closed that I figure is like the door to the pantry. I'm like, that's so interesting. He's going to show me what food he has in his pantry. No, it opens. (laughs) (laughs) It opens to a room that had you know yes carpeting that you could grow things on and um there was a couch off to the left and there was a chair off to the right and some sort of a coffee table in between and against the wall that i was looking at was like one of those racks that you could hang clothes on and it just had clothing all over it and there was just it was too much to categorize at once you know there's just like junk everywhere (laughs) and he says well this is i guess this is like the living room and then he walks over (laughs) He walks over a few steps more because it was not a very large room to there's another open door on the other side of the room and he sort of gestures in there and he's like and this is the bedroom like I don't want to go over there and see this like I have all the information that I need and I need to like run screaming for the hills but he continued to stand there for a minute with his arm you know tossed towards the inside of the bedroom indicating that like this was the, t- and so I stepped three steps over to get close enough to be able to peer into the bedroom. Oh and it's, of course, you know, it's like, a, I don't even know, queen size mattress might have been a king. doesn't really matter. Of course, it's <laughs> on the floor. It's not made. And there's clothes <laughs> all over it. And I just, I don't know. Like, why does this person have, why are they on an online dating app? Okay. Like, so like, let's review. How old is this guy? Oh, I like, like early fifties. Oh my goodness okay what did you and think so, did you think i was like like i don't know you're dating like, like a 22 year old yeah i mean like i need a reality check here it is it is quite the situation and i remember from you telling me the first time but oh, wow and yeah. um so all of this is upsetting and not yeah. not because everybody has to have wealth or no fancy things but as be- and and so that's the that's the conversation that became interesting that we engaged in but very briefly it's a very it's an easy point to make you know i was i was horrified and you were saying well you know he, he might be a really nice guy or he you know he might have a lot of value in the world and when we revisit the age of the person mm-hmm. um no matter how small your place is no matter how simple your life is or how little money you have mm-hmm. there are indicators of self respect and um and that is the biggest indicator of how much they're going to respect you yeah and also just wow like you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes that, and oh, so when you God. were like telling me about that i was just terrified like i have been in bad situations i have been in situations where I can feel every cell on the surface of my skin because I'm afraid I'm about to be murdered or raped or I might disappear and never, ever be heard from again. And nobody will ever know why. Right. And it brings those situations like roaring back to the present. And I can, I I think right after you told me about this, I shared them. I shared one of them with you. Um, And it's a terrifying situation. Um, whether it's gone badly or not, I think most women have been in that situation where they suddenly are fearing for their lives. And when you describe that scene, yeah, sure. I was horrified. And that's when I think we, we decided to talk about the fact that it's not judgmental and it's not elitist to want to have somebody uh, dress for a date and take care of their home, regardless of 
how much money they have, how big or small it is, you know, everyone right. can put on a clean pair of pants and a shirt without holes, unless they're the stylish <laughs> ones that you pay extra for. Um, right. <laughs> and, and get ready for a date. And so, yeah, that was terrifying. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. terrifying. So I, I think I was like, okay, whoa, no, stop. <laughs> uh, well, and it was such a sad story because, and I, I guess I didn't really want to talk about it because it, I feel like it really, um, sadly says something about about me you know and that's, that's really how I walked right. away from it was yes. feeling like okay this is yeah this is what my life looks like if I want to try to date people um this is this is what I'm attracted and um definitely don't want that <laughs> yeah and that's been I think a huge part of our sharing our experiences in online dating with each other because I feel like I completely understand how you would feel that way. I think we all feel that way sometimes when we, a partner is a mirror, you know, this is a non-partner, but it was yeah. in a way a mirror for you. You were like, oh, is this my life? Are these the men that I'm dating now? Like, is how this is my level happening? set? This yeah. is my level set. Like, yeah. uh, should I just be grateful that he didn't murder me tonight? And um... yeah. And, and that's not accurate. So I think it's, it's really important to keep that, that, these checks and balances and have somebody you can call and get a reality check from if you're not able to reset yourself and just be like, wow, that's insane. I don't know how that happened, but I'm not going to let that happen again. And no, that isn't your dating life. And no, that isn't your anywhere near, you know, the, the partner that you seek because that's not who you are. Oh God, no. Yeah. So absorbing the messages from online dating is one of the biggest traps. I, I think it's, it's, there's so many, negative things we can tell ourselves based on our experiences with online dating. And I think that's why people take big breaks um, after being, you know, after dealing with it, there's ghosting, you know, there's, there's the odd questions. There's just refusing to continue a conversation that can be very upsetting. And um, this is one of them. So yeah, that guy was definitely not your mirror, um, but it was very upsetting to you at the time. I remember it, very yeah. distinctly that that you absorbed that like this this is your world um and so I think that was a point in time when I very deliberately I think we went over your profile I've done this with other friends yeah, this was. <laughs> we went over your profile and your photos and 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 I said look you, you know like let's figure it out because the way you represent you didn't attract him the reason you ended up there is because you were very open-minded and you are not judgmental by nature. And so right. that's how you ended up there. And I can right. say that was certainty. Um, and then also the, the boundaries issues and like an unwillingness to offend or hurt Ugh. somebody's feelings. Those right. are wonderful qualities, you know, to right. not want to hurt somebody's feelings, but yeah, to like peer into a house and be like, hell no, um, <laughs> is, <laughs> is, uh, very easy for some people and very hard for others and i i'm on the latter part too where I, I i don't yeah i think i would be good about saying but covid has helped that i think i'm really good about saying like no nope, i'll stay here and no i don't need to touch you but well that's a separate topic we yeah. don't need to get into that um but yeah i think that was like a good like place that you paused and kind of absorbed all of those negative emotions of like a terrible yeah. terrible date and then reset you know yeah. and 
every time you reset, I'm like super happy for you and admire Mm -hmm. that ability because that's what we all have to keep doing. It's not fun, you know? And I can't tell you how many times I'm like, that's it. I'm done. I'm deleting this for absolutely no reason other than like, I don't want to do it. Like I, I, I'm not having negative outcomes. I'm just bored with it or don't want to devote time to it. Mm, Yeah. So it's like coming from a neutral space of letting go as opposed to exactly there's danger here or this is making me sad or i feel more hollow every time i have an interaction (laughs) i'm less of a human each time like that would be like the honest ad for any one of these do you want to have an experience that leaves you feeling less connected to humanity and more hollow hollow at the core of your being yeah try online dating yeah exactly yeah oh my gosh okay so we've been chatting for 52 minutes and 23 seconds um, I feel like we've definitely come around on um, this, this this topic. I think we've, this has been a good first yeah, like ringing so. of the sponge of this topic. It's definitely something that I want to keep circling back to. And yeah, um, yeah, <sighs> yeah. You I even think... helped me craft, you know, um, the note that I sent to him the next day to. Oh yeah. To cut it off, head it off yeah. the pass, and, and that's um, let's touch on that in another. Yeah, um, I think that's a really important topic. We need to we'll we'll do a whole podcast on how to gracefully bow out of an interaction with someone online, yes, so that you feel good about it, and you know we try our best not to hurt somebody else's feelings. Right, and I do feel badly that we've been so descriptive about that experience because in general, I'm hoping to not use this as a forum to like talk about dates and the cringiness of actual experiences of people I really meet so much as the experience of what it's like to use these platforms and how how it seems to be changing society and how it the ways that I don't feel that it's working or the ways that it is working or the ways that you can do things better to make it work better you know Um, but I do think it's necessary sometimes that we will talk about our actual experiences with people um, because it's educational right well I think it's what makes it interesting Um, I think talking about dating is it's easy to talk about dating for a while, but I think when we share, I think that's when I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's sharing notes with a friend. It's true. Like we don't want to be um, dishing on people, but um, the reason I asked you to go into detail on his home wasn't to mock or humiliate someone. It was because I think at, at a certain age, um really at any age any any age really, <laughs> no matter really any no age. matter what age you are at a certain number of weeks after you've moved into a new space it should display evidence of care and thought for oneself and one's environment right. those are grown-up attributes and those are basics yeah. but not everybody not everybody requires those things and not everybody sees the world the same way. So I think that you and I are similar in that respect. And I think Mm -hmm. for other people, they are very casual with the way they keep their home and they can find partners that are casual with the way they keep their homes. And Mm -hmm. it's uh, very upsetting and inconceivable to my slightly OCD mind. (laughs) Um, But that's where I am. And so, yes, for me, it was a safety factor. And that's why I pushed back on, on your inclination to not be judgmental. You were, yeah. you were coming from a place of, I don't want to judge this person because their house is a mess. Right. Or they have a roommate. 
And my point was very specific. No, he can be a fine human being, but I'm concerned at his level of adulting. And if he's not adulting, what else is going on? And that makes it a huge red flag for me and my I don't want my friend dating someone who isn't adulting fully because well, I would not have yeah don't know what else is going on there. My my saying I didn't want to like bash him was not me saying I would like to continue to see this person for sure. Like I was already way done with it. It was just wanting to see sort of the humanity and where he was coming from, and I I know that he makes enough money to not live there, and so it the whole thing was just so weird and discordant. And then when you add on to that. To your point, it doesn't matter what your background is and how much money you have or don't have, because you can have millions of dollars and live in, you know, really disgusting circumstances. Um, it really is about self-love and self-respect. And if you, you can't present that to the world, when like you shouldn't really be, I don't think you should be dating. You shouldn't be asking people to come into your life. If, like, what kind of a person do you think you're bringing into your life? You know, that, that you would feel comfortable without apology to show this i mean if i come home and my dog has gone through the trash it's all over the place he's gonna look guilty you know what i mean he's aware that that's not how we want to keep our home (laughs) (laughs) everybody has different standards though yeah you know i've shared with you that someone else that i coached through getting onto dating online yeah she was open to anything she was you know there's very different styles of dating and we can we can cover that in another yeah. so much podcast. more so much more thank you for anybody who's stuck with it this far um welcome to bumbling idiots we hope to see you next time mm-hmm.